Thanks for tuning in to Good Friends, Better Rivals on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What's up, everybody? Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, my name is Caleb Ochoa, also known as NFL Caleb 22. This is Good Friends, Better Rivals. Hope you're having a great holiday. Um, hope you enjoyed all the food, family. Um, but yeah, I'll always stick to the three Fs. When it comes to Thanksgiving, that's why it's one of my it's probably my favorite holiday, just because I get to watch football all day. But anyways, uh, this is good for friends, better rivals, and I do have my and my better betting rival with me, Derek Weatherly. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good today, man. Uh, hope everybody's having a good holiday. You know, hope everybody's able to be fat and happy and relaxed. You know, for sure, man. Yep, um, yep, well, we're going to uh, go over, we're going to switch it up today. We're going to go over last week first, um, talk about a few games, uh, then we're going to get into tonight's games, uh, and then we'll, we'll pick the games for the rest of the week. So I'm going to start it off, um, and I'm going I'm to start talking about my Cowboys and uh, how disappointing and awful we look right now. Uh, but for the last games, Cowboys at Chiefs, we lose, uh, nine, nine to 19, uh, offense was completely awful. It was really, really bad. And it, it just seems like every time we, we don't have Tyron Smith in there, we just can't block anybody. Um, Dak is just getting killed out there. Um, the, the Chiefs don't even have that good of a defense, um, and they're just they're just sagging the crap out of them, and I I just I just don't get why they just don't want to block when Tyron's out. Um, we also didn't have Cooper. We lost Lamb in the game. He he got he got no one to throw to at that point. The receivers that were were backing them up didn't step up. They were dropping balls. Um, yeah, it's just we didn't run the run the ball. Um, we should have ran it a lot more. We only ran it sixteen times and forty three passes. And it was still a winnable game. It's still a winnable game. Still close most of the game. There's no reason to just you know pass it all the damn time. That's pretty much what Chiefs are expecting you to do, and that's what they want you to do because they're putting a bunch of guys in the box because they know that the receivers ain't gonna do none. But still, you you got to try, man. You got you got to push it in there. You got to try to run the ball. And, it, and um, yeah, uh, defense still played. The one positive that came out of it, defense still played. Uh, pretty well. They held Mahomes under 20 points. Um, when when you hold, hold uh, the Chiefs under 20 points, I mean, you should win. You should, especially with our offense, that that that's a win right there. Um, but they didn't they, they didn't show up and they didn't they didn't win. 
Um, Mahomes didn't really have a great game. Like he he had no touchdowns, only threw two sixty in a pick. Um, so yeah, it really wasn't their offense. It was uh, their defense mainly in our in our inept offense. Um, but what do you think about it, Derek? Um, I agree with a lot of what you said. Uh, you know, going into that game, I thought that was a game where uh, the spread seemed to be wrong. You know, Cowboys were the underdogs coming into this game. Um, like you said, the wide receivers that were there, uh, they weren't stepping up. Um, the pressure we were seeing out of uh, KC and especially their defensive line, um, I think it was Chris Jones, uh, somebody they moved back to the interior, uh, who seemed to be playing better, being back at defensive tackling more on the inside, going up against your uh, centers and guards. Uh, but um, you know, kind of like what you said, if you if they're getting pressure on your quarterback, wide receivers dropping balls, and you know, not stepping up, you don't have that confidence that you could possibly squeeze one in uh, to a guy. You know, that's what leads to bad plays. And, you know, like you said, you got a high-powered offense that only managed to get nine points on the day. There's no way that that makes sense. You know, like, you know, defense shut down a high-powered – well, a potential high-powered offense, 19 points. It doesn't matter who you're playing. If you only give up 19 points, you should be out there winning the game. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's why I didn't understand – uh, we just couldn't get, just couldn't get anything. It just looked like the um, Broncos game again. Our offense just didn't want to do anything. Um, yeah, just really bad. Um, Parsons still look good though. Um, he, 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 he got like five sacks in the previous two weeks. Um, so I mean, he, he really does look like the deepest player of the year. So uh, at least, if anything, I can be really happy about that because he, he he looks awesome out there. But um, yeah, what's up, Star Drew? Um, Casey defense, um, that's a different maker. Yeah, um, it, it was, um, but it, it shouldn't have been because their defense is not good. They don't have good defense. But somehow they played great, great on Sunday. But it is what it is. Um, what's up, Randy? Happy, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. Um, I, I could have had a better Thanksgiving, um, but, you know, it, it, was still, it was still decent. Don't worry, folks. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty much all I got for that game. Uh, we'll, we'll go, we'll, we'll, we'll go into more disappointment, uh, a little later on. <laughs> um, but next thing uh, I want to talk about is the Colts get a big, big upset. One of the uh, biggest upsets uh, of the week. Um, cause they, they were, they were seven point underdog. Um, the Colts were, um, they won 41 to 15. They just beat down the bills. Uh, pretty surprising um, considering Bills, I do think, are a pretty good team. But the Colts has been on that up, uh, you know, uptick. And Jonathan Taylor had a, an amazing game. I mean, 185 yards, five total touchdowns. That's 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 great, man. Um, and I, it's pretty much the biggest reason for this Colts turnaround of their season. Um, he he is the reason because um, certain reason wins. Um, but I mean, Wentz has been playing better, but I wouldn't say he, he's the reason. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's been playing great. Um, he, he seems like the top running back in the league. Um, he, he is with the most rushing yards. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Bills lost two of the last three games. Um, got completely dismantled in this game. 
And yeah, now it's like kind of in question whether you're going to win the division or not. But um, what do you think about uh, this beatdown of the Bills, Eric? Uh, surprised that it was a beatdown, yes. Surprised that they lost the game, not so much. Uh, I kind of felt that, you know, that that was one of those games where you might see it go down to like a field goal, maybe stay tight, whether it be a little bit more on the higher scoring end. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think many people saw – uh, that beating uh, that we saw them take. Uh, but, um, you know, when you have a back like Jonathan Taylor, who's been consistent over his time with the Colts and only proven to get better, they've improved their offensive line over the time that he's been with the team. Um, you got Carson Wentz, you know, playing good, not losing games. That's the important part with some players, especially when you're talking quarterbacks. They ain't got to be great. They don't have to go out there and be these next-level guys. But if they're smart enough to at least not – even in some cases, you might settle for a sack 10, 12 yards behind the line of scrimmage because it wasn't them chucking the ball downfield just, you know, carelessly. Like, yes, that sucks to take that kind of sack. But even still, that's on the smarter side of the spectrum because – uh you know, you just didn't heave it downfield. I wish I could recall who it was off the top of my head, but a week or two back, I saw somebody just chucking moon balls downfield. Like, literally. Like, me and another guy was watching the game. Like, we had to stop and look at each other. Like, wait. Like, can we get the punt, hunk, hang time counter on this thing? Because, <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. There's definitely, you know, when you got somebody like that that's not losing the game, you know, playing well. You got something consistent that you can rely on, uh, who in this case we're talking about, you know, even if Derrick Henry was healthy, we're talking about the number two rusher in the league, number one rusher in the league. You know, it's not a fluke that you go out there and put up five touchdowns when you've been consistently an impact player over the course of the season so far in the run game. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the Colts going forward? Now the Titans don't have Derrick Henry. They just um... – lost last week um what do you think their chances are when you know maybe taking the division i think it's gonna come down to carson Wentz. that's gonna be the i think that's gonna be the wild card in this scenario uh because i mean like i just said what we've seen out of jonathan taylor over his time he's only gotten better so it's kind of hard to step in and be like okay he's gonna start playing worse or the offensive line is gonna start magically playing worse because from what we're seeing it's been consistent the whole time around. Uh, I think the only time where there may have been some issue was uh, when Quentin Nelson was out at the beginning of the year and that week, first week or two back coming back to the team. And from there on, it's basically been steady. Um, you know, I don't know his stats off the top of my head. You know, it may not be a standout week every week, but when you got that consistent threat and that consistent – I don't want to say war, uh, workhorse back, but, you know, guy you can hand the ball off to and he potentially bust off a 20, 30, 40-yard run or even go all, take it all the way to the house, that's something that's great to lean on come late season. Yeah. Um, I still think the Titans will, will overall take it. Um, can't, I, I still want to trust Wentz. Um, so that, that that's where I'm at right now. Um, but – 
we'll, we'll get to it, Brandy. And I didn't brag. I just, you know, just told you the truth a little bit. All right, then. Uh, next game, I got uh, Packers, Vikings. Vikings get the offset um, on the Packers. Not that it was a huge offset because mine was only like two points or something. Um, but uh, Packers start off slow. Uh, uh, they let the, the Vikings get an early lead on them, and the, they just didn't really kind of uh, – that, that kind of led to them going back and forth that was at the end. Um, Cousins played well because, um, you know, wasn't in prime time. So, you know, he's going to do – he's going to play pretty well when it's not on prime time. Um, yeah, so it was it, it did become a shootout. Uh, Vikings end up winning 34-31. Um, they get they get back into that that wild card race, um, and yeah, the, the Vikings look um, pretty dangerous. Because uh, the reason why I think they're pretty dangerous because they always play no matter who they're playing, whether they're playing good team, bad team, they always keep it close. So I think that's that's a dangerous team to me because um, they're gonna they're gonna take it to you. Um, but what are your thoughts on this, man? Um, I didn't get to see this game, but uh, one thing I did hear some about that I think clearly kind of. Uh, showed up some against the Vikings. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has a fractured toe at the moment. Uh, And not to say, you know, that it'll cause him to miss time or anything, but you see, you definitely see in other sports how a foot injury, even not necessarily a major one can really hinder a player. And when you start talking about the quarterback, you know, the first thing you hear talk about when it comes to being a good quarterback footwork well you know not even so much just moving your feet but generating that power and that energy and it comes from a good base and those small movements and tweaks and turns you know a lot of the stuff we've seen like a Josh Allen working on in the offseason just those micro movements and when you disrupt something it can affect you in a great way uh but uh yeah like you said the game was a the spread in most places, kind of that two, two, two and a half, three point spread. Um, you know, if I'm not mistaken, this makes three or four games the Vikings have gone to overtime in, mm-hmm. um, maybe even more. Uh, so, like you said, they keep it close. I mean, they're not afraid of anybody. Uh, at least, you know, not to say they think they can beat anybody, but they're definitely not afraid of anybody. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, the the North could get a little interesting because that win over the Packers uh, come the end of the season, depending on how uh, records line up, you might see that become a potential tiebreaker for something in the division, yeah. or even potentially a wild card. Yeah, definitely. Um, even for the Packers going forward, uh, if they want to get the seeding, top seeding. You know that that's another loss in the NFC, and that that's never good. Like that, that's definitely a tiebreaker for for that against um. But you're talking about the Cardinals or the Rams or whatever. Um, but yeah, um, I don't think the Packers are in too much trouble. I think that yeah, once uh, if if Rogers does get help, fully healthy with that toe, you know, I think he'll be back. I think the Packers be back and playing playing uh, good football like they do. But um. Next game, I got uh, Ravens stay ahead in the AFC North after a pretty god awful rough game to watch against the Bears. They went 
13. Uh, Lamar was out. You got Huntley in there. And he's just he, – he was struggling. Um, but even even if he wasn't, I mean, Lamar was struggling too. So it really didn't matter who was in there. They, they, they were struggling on offense. That, 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 that's the point. Um, they, they scored uh, the last two weeks less than 20 points. That, that's some pretty bad offense. Um, uh, yeah, Fields, Fields go out, get, goes out. Dalton kind of comes in there, um, kind of gets gets a lead with like two minutes left. But Bears were just un, un, unable to stop uh, Ravens' offense, and and then um, they go ahead, and they uh, win the game. Um, but yeah, um, Raven, but at least the Ravens still get the win. They still uh, stay atop of the AFC North. So, uh, what you think about this, man? Oh, man, the Ravens can kiss my butt because they could have covered the spread. <laughs> they could have made sure Lamar Jackson was healthy because, damn it, if this man ain't sick, you know, got the sniffles, got the coughs, got fever, and, you know, done got COVID, like, please get this man a bubble, like his own personal walk-in traveling bubble because this man needs to be healthy. But, um, yeah, no, I pretty much uh, at someone where I had uh, Baltimore minus three and a half uh, – before the new, you know, the Lamar news and everything came out. Uh, yeah, that that me too. Uh, I, I had the, I had the, I, I, I had the Bears actually. I, I picked this, uh, I picked this game right, even before the Lamar news came out. I picked the Bears, so I was glad he was out because I think it helped me even more. But yeah, the Bears covered, so I'm extremely happy about that. Now um, I will say um, something that I've sort of paid attention to this year that been pretty consistent bears do not cover their uh team points uh wherever that number is typically set at uh there's probably only been two three maybe four games where they've scored more than 20 points um you know short of a place putting the number up at uh literally at like 16 16 and a half points i mean Week in and week out, you're talking about pretty much covering if that thing says 20 and up. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're lucky if they get in the end zone once, regardless if they win or not. Yeah. But, uh, but like I said the last week, um, and each, all three of the uh, the Ravens' uh, matchups against the NFC North, all of them were like, uh, like pretty much the similar point spreads. But they won the games, but they didn't cover, and that's why I picked them. It's really on that, and it hit again, and that 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 that, that was that was pretty good for me because, um, and winning that game. But that that's pretty much what I was going off of, um, and uh, maybe maybe it'll happen again with the Packers. Maybe I'll bet the same way, depending on what that point spread is. But yeah, I was pretty happy about that. Um. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, so, what do you think uh, in this AFC North race? Um, who's gonna? Who's coming out of there? Is it, is this? Uh, if the, the Ravens' offense can, stin- can continues to struggle, like, I mean, I, I, how, how much are they gonna win? Like, how can they win? Um, yeah, but the question yeah. is, I mean, at the moment, who really can catch them? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Bengals got a chance. Um, I don't think the Browns are gonna do anything, and. Yeah, the, I don't know what the Steelers are right now, but that's I think what I'm saying. Like, the is, is the Bengals. Okay, but just right there, you already eliminated essentially two opponents of the division. Uh, 
you know, I think, I think the, I think they have the talent. I don't think they'll be able, they would be able to win enough games because at this point in the season, you're talking about needing a winning streak plus the team ahead of you losing a couple games still to get into it. If you're talking about winning the division, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I definitely think that you know somebody can make a run at it, even if. Baltimore is only able to go out there and get one or two more victories, maybe three. You know, you're st- right now where they're sitting. Uh, Was it seven and three, something like that? Um, yeah, they're in seven and three right now. Okay, so yeah, you know, you you start getting into that nine win, ten win season. You know, even if they only win half their games left on the schedule. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to become a question of who can catch them at this point, even if they do fall apart. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so next we got um, Eagles and Washington both win their games. Um, they both gain ground back um, on, the, on the Cowboys. Um, they get both back-to-back wins, and both teams are playing better. Um, they both got pretty big wins, too. You know, um, Eagles get – a nice comfortable win versus the Saints. Um, Hurts ran for like three touchdowns, 242 yards. Uh, Who hasn't got a nice comfortable win against the Saints other than like <laughs> Green Bay? Exactly. I mean, uh, Sam Darnold and the Panthers got a nice comfortable win against the Saints. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Eagles kind of been playing crap team, so they've kind of been, you know, racking up wins in the win column. And Washington gets a gets a big upset. Uh, I guess Panthers ruining uh, Cam's big homecoming and Rob, uh, against Ron Rivera. And yeah, the defense looking pretty was look, looking pretty crappy at the beginning, but they 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 started uh, to show up a little bit. And now Washington's gaining ground. So yeah, do, do you see either one of those you know overtaking the Cowboys, or um, you think Cowboys still got this unlocked? Um. Honestly, I think it's going to take a lot for the Cowboys to lose the division. You know, we've seen crazier things happen, so I won't, you know, sit here and be like, I'll be, you know, oh, my God, I won't. This will shock me to my core that it occurred. But uh, I don't think Washington has the offensive components. Like, we saw Heineke have to make a number of plays just to keep that game close. It was still a one possession game. You go down, score the touchdown, you win the game. Um, And uh, like at no point in time did the game ever feel feel out of hand. Uh, You know, so I don't think, uh, and then their issues, uh, defense, injuries, uh, yeah. I don't. They they may be in a, end up being in good contention for a wild card, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't. Yeah, I don't see them really having a shot at the division. Um, don't. Uh, I was gonna say, don't y'all y'all still have a few d- divisional games between yeah, both of them? Most of them. That's what I thought. Yeah. But uh, short of a yeah, I was gonna say short of a scenario where one of those teams wins like both games. I, yeah, I don't see. The Cowboys not winning the division. 
now in the Panthers game, I will say uh, those that paid attention in the LBHT Discord, uh, I did have the Ace Boogie special on for the Washington game. Cam Newton, two passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, over 29 rushing yards, plus 550, cash it all day, boogie on on. (laughs) Nice, nice. Um, How do you think your Panthers are doing going forward? Honestly, it's a scenario where it's too hard to predict what games are potential wins. Uh, I've been said in the article uh, I do for LBHshow.com that Cam's return isn't going to be about wins or Ws or losses. It's going to be about how this team fights, how they play. It was a very uh, common topic I've heard among fans and in circles uh, before his uh, signing and return to the team. That, you know, the energy wasn't there. The team wasn't fighting for themselves. They weren't standing up for each other. You know, the locker room was falling apart. People were asking questions. Had Matt Rule lost the locker room? Everything you did not ever hear in a Carolina locker room. Because, yes, Cam's Newton, his arrival originally sort of went in line with Ron Rivera. But even before that, there was rarely uh, major issues in the locker room. Even when you go back to the John Fox era and not that things didn't occur and didn't happen. We've all heard the stories of Steve Smith breaking jaws and knocking people out in practice. Okay, that happened. It's that simple. But there was never those, the locker room is in turmoil, you know, disarray, distractions going on. That's never a thing in Carolina. So when you see a team disinterested, not fighting for each other, you know, lack of energy, like that's, you know, that's unacceptable. And so Cam coming back, that would, that's, that's the first thing that's going to change. You know, you hear press conferences, oh, it's about accountability. It's about, you know, stepping up. You know, like you said, we bank, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. How's your uh, betting week overall uh, last week? Oh, well, if it wasn't for that Ace Boogie special, I'd be a, you know, mad son of a gun, you know. Oh, and five, but like I be telling people on the show, the way I've been running this year, fade me. Please fade me. I will be mad if you don't fade me because if that don't say it, because last week it was one and four. So if you fade me, that was a four and one week. This week, you'd have gone five and oh, might as well have dropped it on a parlay. But, you know, I had the Ace Boogie special. So, you know, if you happen to end up in the Discord, you know, it is what it is because that seems to be where I be making my money. But, uh, yeah, so I basically broke even. Yeah. Even though I hit a plus five hundred parlay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel you, man. I'm not been doing good. I did a tiny bit better. I went two and three, but uh, still, still losing. I'm like a losing streak going on. Can't seem to get out of. Um. But yeah. Hopefully, did we do uh, do better this week? I. Yeah, that, I was gonna say that's the goal. That's always the goal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that, that that's all the games of uh, the big games of last week. We're gonna get into the games that happened today, this Thanksgiving, and we're gonna start with the morning game and that trash that was on because I don't I, on I, I don't understand why 
NFL still wants to give us the garbage ass lines every freaking Thanksgiving and want us to suffer through that. Like, who wants to sit there and eat the goddamn Thanksgiving dinner and watch, and watch that mess? Like, seriously. Like, I, I, I don't understand that. Um, I legitimately if- want to know how many people is eating their Thanksgiving meal at 1 o'clock in the – no, 12 o'clock in the afternoon because that's when that game started. Like, well, I mean, we kind of eat Thanksgiving at, like, midday. You know, we were actually eating it during the Cowboys game. But, so some people do do that. But see, that shit – yeah, but midday for you is 3 o'clock here. I know, so but I'm saying if you're on the East – if we were lived on the East Coast, we would – you probably eating during that game too, so yeah, yeah. But you wasn't, so see, it don't apply. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> either way, you know, Yes, I agree with you. There's no reason that the Lions should be on. Uh, you know, we kind of went through this for the with the Redskins for like a decade or so, and then they started phasing them out, and it was like, okay, you know, we're making a little progress here, you know. Cowboys ain't always had the best seasons, but they yeah, but see, show the thing up. Is, the thing, the thing is, the the Cowboys are loved and hated. It's like you either love them or you hate them. And if 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 they lose, then you know you had a good Thanksgiving. You watched us lose, and you're all satisfied. But if we win, we're at least going to give you an entertaining game. You know, that's what I'm saying. They at least show up. I can live with that, regardless of what side you sit on. Uh, so uh, yeah, the fact that we got to see the Lions and the Bears play. <laughs> And yet again, like I was just saying, Bears don't cover 19 points. Somehow they still win this game. Uh, but yeah, if I, you know, if it, uh, the team totals and points, uh, point totals is something you're on, uh, the Bears are almost a guaranteed under every week. Yeah. It's it's a bad tradition, Hagan. It's a tradition that needs to stop. It's horrible. I don't give a damn if it's any tradition. It's stupid. Stop it! But anyways, the game was terrible, very very bad. Um, both quarterbacks, um, you know, it's Dalton versus golf. I mean, what what do you really expect from this? Um, but you know, hold on, now, hold up, because Dalton got me fifteen nice <laughs> fantasy points. Yeah, yeah, right? he, he did pretty well. I mean, he played, played, he, he had a couple turnovers up, um, but he was placing fields. Um, uh, Fields was hurt for this game or in last game. Um he and uh he, he got the win 16-14. Um you know he had a decent day. But uh yeah and and at that in Darnell he got he got to Darnell Mooney pretty and um he had a big day. He had no run game. Um he was using the tight end a lot. And got Goff couldn't throw over two and ten yards. Um yeah, Bears D played. Uh, the Bears defense played well, even without uh, they were out without Clear Mac. Um, so, but they still played pretty good. Um, yeah, uh, even though it went down to the wire, still was entertaining. Still was awful to watch. Oh yeah, no, it was garbage. There were so <laughs> many penalties in that game. I happened yeah. to just have it up and on because it was Thanksgiving. It was football. I was working on my current article, and, you know, just every other time I look up, penalty, all right, penalty, all right, penalty. Like, that was the theme of today's game, you know. You got all the oranges and reds and browns where the refs felt that it needed to be a little more yellow in the color schemes, and, you know, so them flags was flying all game long. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Um, 
Yeah. So, what do you think? Did, did the, the Bears stick with uh, Dom, or did they go back to Fields? There's no telling with that coaching staff, because um, Fields wasn't. I mean, at least statistically, uh, he wasn't playing no better than what we saw today out of Dalton. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't watching closely enough. I know I did see Dalton make a few yeah, bonehead the, the type throws. Johnson, the Mooney were, were good. Good plays. Yeah, no, he did. He had some good plays. Like overall, he was not playing horribly. Uh, but uh, you know, I think the play we're seeing out of him is on the same level as what we're seeing out of Fields. Only that's why I think the real question is, I think it boils down to the coaching staff because how long is that coaching staff going to be there? Because there was rumors that Nagy was out after this game, but that seemed to be retracted quickly. Um, so well, see, that's just it. I, honestly, I didn't give those rumors much thought just because of the way the story presented itself. The fact that they approached him and said, hey, we're going to fire you, but if you don't mind coaching this game, you know, like, let, let's let's think about that. You're going to give me a chance to go out here in front of the national media, in front of the entire nation, and potentially screw you over? <laughs> well, yeah, I might take that opportunity. They're like, who we, who's the starting quarterback? Oh, hey, who feels like starting today? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're sticking the linemen in at quarterback. Yeah, get your big fat ass out there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, like, if the rumors were more your traditional, you know, he might be gone after this game, something to that effect. I think they'd maybe have more traction and carry more weight. But the fact that it basically from the time that the it initially broke, it was, oh, he's going to be fired after this game. He was told this, and they still expect him to coach this game. That's yeah. just, you know, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, what, what they're doing over there. Um Maybe they get back in the wild card race. Maybe they don't. They're just trying to figure out a quarterback right now. And you know, maybe you know, maybe the Lions do, you know, tie their record for 0-16. Um, that'd, be, that'd be cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Let, let's not even kid that in the initial, in the inaugural, inaugural year of the, you know, 18-week, 17-game season, the Detroit Lions go 0 and 16, folks. Yeah. Got a, nice Got a nice tie with that. But that's what I'm saying. They would like officially be the first team to ever go 0 and 16. And twice, if I'm not mistaken. Like nobody's done it twice. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, man. I mean, how many number one picks do you need to get to get it right? Like, I mean, seriously, like how many top 10 picks do you need to get? They're in the top ten all the time, and they still can't get it right. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, well, just- see, that's just it. For a stretch there, they weren't, and you know, like in Megatron, they had um, Matthew Stafford. Uh, you know, the, it was more a running back by committee, but you still had some veteran running backs. Uh, you had Indomitian Sue on defense, like. There were a good bit of picks that did work out from, uh, you know, they drafted Stafford. They drafted Megatron. 
everybody was like, who the hell is this dude, Calvin Johnson, and why in the hell are they drafting him this high? Now we like, damn, Megatron left. You know, like, so, you know, they went, a number of picks did work out for him, but I, I think getting, when they got rid of Dan Campbell, I think that's his name, uh, coach they had, I believe he went to Indianapolis after them. But uh, he really turned it around there. He was, you know, on the verge of playoffs. I think they were able to get a couple playoff uh, playoff berths, just weren't able to win. Um, but, yeah, they booted him after, like, three seasons. And it's just – it's been all rebuilds since. And so, you know, at this point – the, the surprise retiring of Stafford, I think, hurt him in a lot of ways because, you know, you can have a great quarterback, but if he ain't got nobody to throw the ball to, it's just that simple, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, Bucks with record with something, with something like that. I mean, they went a long stretch without winning. They went like two seasons, but they got a win um, during the 70s. But, yeah, I mean, them plans look – uh, they go on sixteen, don't really get fixed next year. It look, looks like that they could they could break that. Um, and going off of last year, they hadn't won since like uh, December, or whatever. I, they were showing up like December six or something. So yeah, they they can they have a chance to break that. <laughs> Man, that's that's the type of stuff you look at and go, oh yeah, nobody's ever gonna break that. And then somebody gets close and is like, oh man, how's another team this awful? Yeah, right. it's bad, man. But anyways, uh, talking about bad, um, yeah, my Cowboys not not looking too good neither. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get to them, fellas. That you know, I told myself I was gonna stay off the Thanksgiving Day games, and then you know, I see this nice little opportunity come in some live action, and of course, the Cowboys don't deliver. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Cowboys lose in overtime, uh, 36-33, um, back-to-back losses. Uh, it's not looking good. Uh, it's not looking good for us at all, um, especially with the, like I said, previous, what I previously said, the Eagles and uh, Washington gained on us. Uh, this is not good. Yeah, we thing that, that seven and two record, you know, seems a long ways away now. The, the only bright spot is that they're both to AFC teams, so it doesn't hurt us as bad as it would uh, with with NFC teams. They're both to AFC teams, so there's at least that. But yeah, the the story of this game, man, is fucking terrible penalties all game. Twenty eight penalties accepted. It, the refs were shit. They were fucking shit. Um, awful. Just taking tack penalties all game. Egregious missed penalties. Um, like my god, they were awful, man. Um, they had, a, and it just really came back to to the play. The last play, um, they they call uh, pass interference, and it's bullshit. It was a bullshit pass interference. The guy, it, it doesn't matter if he doesn't turn his head. He can't turn his head if the guy is bringing his head into his goddamn chest. How are you supposed to turn his head? He's literally grabbing it. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Uh, what do you expect them to do there? 
you can't get his head around. You can't call that. He didn't touch him. He wasn't grabbing him. He, the, the receiver is grabbing him. Like, what the hell? How are you going to call that? It's it, it was so bullshit. Like, my God, man. And they they, they, they call roughing a passer when, when, when Derek Carr is going to the ground. He's a runner. I mean, he's a runner. He's not a passer at that point. So what are you talking about? I can't call roughing a passer when he's, like, running and then he falls down. You, there's no hit, you know, hand to the head that doesn't exist when he's a runner. That's stupid. I mean, my God, just egregious holds that weren't called on, on Michael Parsons because Michael Parsons was was tearing that off the lineup and they weren't calling the holds on him because he would have got a lot more sacks if they were calling those holds. Just, just, oh, it was terrible, 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 terrible refs. But I mean, we started slow. Um, uh, Dak was a little off. Um, he he missed the the bad bad miss. He, he threw behind. Uh, I think it was Noah Brown. And when we got the ball in overtime, uh, and we were uh, we had we got the ball first. He could have got that first down. He was open, and he just missed him. Um, that that was a killer for us. Um, yeah. Um, and we we again we couldn't get the run game going. Two uh, two weeks in a row, just no run game. I don't understand why why we can't get it going. Um, they said, you know, Zeke's been dealing with some uh, knee injury or something. Um, but we got Pollard, like, do something. We got two backs, and we can't run the ball. Yeah, I was going to say, it's time for your first string back to shine out. <laughs> well, not no, because, Paul, again, Pollard can't do the runs that Zeke does. He, he just can't run between tackles as consistently as Zeke does. I mean, if he was doing it, if he was a starter, you would see that he can't do that. He can do the outside runs. Um, that that's where he makes his plays. But um, yeah, um, we were again we were missing both the receivers. I mean, uh, Dak really only had Gallup to throw to. Uh, he and Gallup was the one that was making the big plays because uh, he had two big big um, big plays um, on the, to, to the sideline um, that gave us big chunk yards. Um, pretty much kept us in this game. Um, and but that's pretty much all he had. The rest of the receivers, Cedric oh, Wilson um, stepped up a little bit, um, but yeah, he didn't he didn't have CD, didn't have Mari. I mean, um, what do you really expect uh, with all those guys? And yeah, so uh, what do you think, man? Well, I uh, did. A uh, question came to mind. So let me ask you: What do you think about the potential of something like making refs full-time instead of part-time employees and having more or less it orchestrated and set up to where more focus and dedication can be put towards the craft of refing a game. Cause you know, I, by no means do a lot of these people get into being a ref going, I'm here to screw people over. Mm-hmm. Like there may be some guys that that becomes their mentality but I seriously doubt that we would be, we would continue to see people take on this profession at all sorts of different levels, regardless of the sport, because they wanted to get out there and screw people over. Um, it's something we've seen in the past be a strong issue. Uh, and so, you know, it's just, I was curious what your thoughts are. Because I did see that uh, last pass interference play. And I agree with you. Uh, like, to some – all right, if, you th- if you're throwing the flag there, I don't think that the defensive player could, you know, basically adequately do what he needed to to avoid the defensive pass interference. 
But if you're only looking at it from the letter of the law of defensive pass interference, okay, it was just a quick, uh, you know, clearly just a quick, you know, easy, simple violation. Uh, But like you said, there was other factors in there where, you know, if at minimum it may be more a no call than just simply one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, if they if full time helps it, I mean, at this point, do it. Um, I just want just make better calls. Like, I don't know what else you can do. Um, I don't know uh, whoever's in the the, the top official who's uh, looking at everything can call in, call in down to the field and make. Um, you know, try to switch up the calls. I, I, I don't know what you do. Well, see, I think that wouldn't be that would be more doable if we didn't live in a society that thinks every other game is rigged and the NFL has their fingers dug in so far in. Like, I'm sorry, the amount of people it would take to be involved in rigging a game to the point that it is nowadays and that they try and claim, you wouldn't be able to keep that amount of people silent afterwards somebody's talking at some point whether it be 50 years down the line somebody's talking it's that simple but um yeah i think i think part of that is they don't want to undermine some of the integrity of what's on the field because you don't want a coach or somebody standing in a ref's face like your man upstairs probably gonna overturn it let's send it up to him like you, you sort of need that authority to be like, no, it's final, it's done, it's over. I said, you know, this is what it is. And so when you start to undermine that a little bit, not saying that replay does that, but, you know, basically if a coach feels strongly enough, you throw that challenge flag, you know. Mm-hmm. But when it comes back, whether you agree with the call or not, this is what it is. Yeah. Well, uh, I know someone who's happy about my Cowboys losing because he's a dirty, dirty, rotten Giants fan. Um, but that is my good friend and better rival, Ferris Madonna. All right. Hey, time out. Time out. I'm not a Giants fan. Okay. Oh, that's bullshit. You're not talking You need to calm down with that nonsense, sir. I am a Los Angeles Chargers fan, sir. Oh. I don't know this Giants fandom you speak of. Th- that organization is horrible. He said, they are he said powder blue, not dark blue. Yeah, yeah, powder blue, homie. Powder blue on Sundays with the lightning bolt on the shoulders. ALT, you know, LaDainian Thompson, not Lawrence Taylor. You know what I mean? So I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what nonsense you're speaking of, sir. Okay. And no offense, I would rather, I wanted a tie. Okay, I didn't want to win. I wanted a tie because you know why? Because both teams can't lose. And guess what? A tie pisses off both teams. And I hate the Raiders. And you know what? Everybody hates the Cowboys. But I don't hate them because I'm a Giants fan. Because I, sir, am a Chargers fan. You're not okay? a Chargers fan. Shut up. I'm a Chargers fan. You are okay? not. Yes, I am. I'm, I, I, I don't know them nothing. They ain't loyal to me. I ain't got to be loyal to them. They ain't loyal to me. What, 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 they, they gave me what? They gave me, they gave me 10 years of what? They gave you two Super Bowls. What the hell are you talking about? And they fired that man. Who cares? How many Super Bowls have Chargers won? Not exactly. So what the hell are you talking about? Hey, let me have this. Okay? Let me have this. All right? Stop ruining my mood. All right? No, nah, no, nah, look, all you got to do is remind them of the um, the Aaron Brooks times 
uh, yeah. or who was it in uh, Dallas? Oh uh, no, no, I'm um, I'm the uh, what's what's his name? Achilles Smith? No, that's not Achilles Smith. No, it is Aaron Brooks, right? Quincy Carter. Yeah, Quincy, Quincy Carter. Carter. There we go. Quincy Carter. Yeah, shout out to Quincy Carter wherever you are. He's probably like a, an office of coordinator at some high school. Or you know, arrested for something. I don't know. Or yeah, arrested for something. It was one of them. It was one of them. But yeah, but I yeah, man, dude. Um, yeah. Fuck off with the Chargers nonsense. Hey man, why y'all keep why y'all keep disrespecting the Chargers, man? Because what? Because we have a great quarterback in Justin Herbert. That we have a multitude of weapons and wide receivers that are phenomenal. We have we have Mike Williams and and, and Keenan Allen. I've, I've I've been watching Keenan Allen since he was in college. He went to Cal, baby. He's Berkeley boy, right there, man. That's my dog. Hey man, pound for pound is Austin Eckler is the best running back in the game. And we have one of the best offensive yeah, linemen. The only problem is he's like 150 pounds. Uh, well, he, he looks he looks like he's 200, but that's not the point. That's not the point I'm making. All right, you know we got Joey Bosa. We got the nose. I call him the nose. The nose. The nose gets after it. Maybe that's why he had like five offside <laughs> penalties. Yeah, exactly. And the nose is a little too big. Yeah, so what's, Mr. Carter, what's what, what's up, uh, LBHG? I don't know if this brought any yours, right, but. Uh, I know we will have to decipher the comment comments. I think it's, I think it's Jose. I think it's Jose. And yeah, cheers, uh, French. Uh, cheers, French. Well, you know what, Dagan? You'll watch it this year. The Chargers are going to do something in the playoffs. You watch yourself. You're going to win. We're going to make it. We're going to make yeah, it to the title yeah. game. But Ferris, well, what were your thoughts on the game? Uh, what you, are we talking about? Talking Cowboys. Cowboys? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um. So my thoughts were, um, is this. Y'all had a lot of mis- like there, some of those flags they were penalties, and it was your guys' fault. And some of them were eh, twenty eight. Not all twenty eight are gonna. Not all twenty eight are gonna be good penalties. You had twenty eight penalties called on you, or was it twenty eight combined? Combined. Twenty eight. Twenty combined. combined. Yeah. Oh wow! Sheesh. Well, wow. Both you. Both you people are undisciplined human beings. It's like undisciplined. The the, the Anthony Brown one. <coughs> you're talking about the end of the game. I don't agree with that one. Because I saw his hands. His hands yeah, were like right like this. His hands, yeah, his hands were like spread out. And the only problem with Anthony Brown is this is the thing they tell our cornerbacks to do all the time. Always turn your head. If you don't yeah. turn your head, they're get, gonna call a penalty on you. They like yeah, literally they tell you all the around. time that. Yeah. Doesn't like doesn't matter. Like you have to be like not touching the guy to not get it called. But if you're like probably touching him or not, like or like a little a little like tap, make sure your head's like this. Make sure your head's like that because they're not gonna call it. Because that means that means to the ref that he knows where he is, and he knows where the ball is, and he knows where he's gonna position himself. Well, That's and also the, it's making yeah. an it's making an attempt on the football. Yes. Like basically, they're saying we'll allow that contact if you can show you're making an attempt on the football. Well, if you don't yes. know where the football is, how are you making an attempt on the football? Yeah, that's pretty much. See, that's the that's the savvy veteran cornerback things that people do. Anthony Brown, he's only been in the league for what three years, two years. No, he's been in the league for a while. Really? Wow, he sucks. <laughs> he is horrible. He uh, is I would say terrible. I mean, he, he he has like three or four picks this year. That don't mean nothing. Um, Look at that. You, you this is the twenty first century NFL where they. Yeah. Possibly throwing the ball fifty times in a game, well, you, you could better fall down and end up with a pick. Well, that's, yeah, that's like, not terrible. I mean, if he was terrible, he had zero. 
nah, man. Like, you sh- if he's been here a while, he should know about that savvy trick. Like, you have to put your head up. Again, how can he do that when the guy is grabbing his head? He can't turn his head if he's, gra- he's getting grabbed. Was Zay Jones grabbing his head? I didn't yes, see him he was head. grabbing his head into his chest. That's that's offensive pass interference. Exactly. That, that's what I that's was why saying. That's a dumb fucking if call. You, yeah, if you look at the play, it's either an, it's most likely a no call situation. But mm-hmm. if you look at it just from a was this defensive pass interference aspect, yes, you could throw the flag there. But like I said, that's where I think because I was mentioning, uh, and I'm curious what you think, Ferris. Um, you know, should refs, NFL refs, be a full time occupation for yes. these guys so they can, yes. you know, de- you know, mm-hmm. develop that craft, dedicate yes. the amount too of time much money, necessary. Too much money, too many eyes, too many scrutiny. You need dedicated refs. It's too much money on the line, and like, and like I keep, I'm sorry that I keep bringing up money. Like it is, it's a lot of money on the line here. Like oh, a that, lot. Yeah, like, the NFL is a business. We exactly so like, our entire lives is the NFL is a business. This is a multi-billion dollar exactly. Business. So you need refs that that are jobs is to be NFL refs. No, none of this. Like I don't need to know that you're like you you work at a steel mill and you're off time. Like no. It's like no, you. I am a ref. I ref like I. I learned how to be a ref year round because, like you, like and plus this is a prime time game. It's a prime time game. Everyone's watching. This is the only game on. So like millions of people are watching. Even people who don't watch football, they watch football on Thanksgiving. And this isn't like you need them to be very good at being ref. And here's the thing too: stop splitting up the groups. Here's the here's my issue is. They take the best player, the best ref from each position, and mash them up. No, give make do it unit based. Who's the best unit, and you reward the unit. And if the unit moves on, other units are gonna up their game, and you know what I mean. Incentivize bonuses. You know what I mean. It's you, you need. You could kind of do it that way, but I I think there's a potential issue you get into where, uh. You don't have the same caliber of refs uh-huh. or the potential for same caliber refs at all the games, even if they were a full-time occupation, because you don't want to say one, you don't want the potential to say one game literally had better refs than the other or vice versa, uh-huh. you know, because because they do that in the playoffs. What they do is they take the best, the highest rated ref at each individual position and they put them together uh, in the playoffs. Like, oh, this is the best line judge. This is the best head ref. This is the best back judge. Like, and then they mash them up together. Me, but I'm you saying, also got a lot less games going on. That's, yeah, that's right. That's a good point. Well, but, anyway, uh, but, they, but, but, but on the note, all, is, all the refs that are in this well, game. On, on the note is they should be full time refs. Yeah, I agree with you refs. on that. Yes, they should be full time refs, most definitely. I agree. What's up, man? So I'm at. But yeah, um, Cowboys play next uh, Thursday. Um, so we we. I mean, can I say something? Can I say something, man? Can I say yeah, something? Yeah. I mean, I'm sick and tired of these mo- mo- these mother lovers complaining about the Lions on Thanksgiving. I, you know, what? here here here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, losers. No, we have a right to complain. We don't deserve this fucking mess on Thanksgiving. Why? Why the Cowboys? The with no, 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 no. Time out, time out. The Cowboys have been playing on Thanksgiving since nineteen sixty-six. Yeah, but again, like I said, a lot of people hate the Cowboys, and when we lose, they they feel happy. But no, no. But but you act like you act like y'all every Thanksgiving y'all play good. No, that's what I'm saying. Years y'all were horrible. If we play bad, then people are still happy because they hate us. 
Yeah, it's a catch. Why not? But y'all shouldn't be on scenario. Thanksgiving then. Then you shouldn't be no, on Thanksgiving. We'll still put out an entertaining game. We put out an entertaining no, game. No, see, today. see, Ferris, you're not you're not looking at it the right the, way. The if Cowboys they... with Quincy Carter were going to be a, an entertaining game. Yeah. No, but see, no, that's dude. that's no, the kicker there, Ferris. If they lose, half the fan base is happy. If they win, half or well, half the viewer base is happy. If they win, yeah. half the viewer base is happy. Like there's no lose there. And in okay, the process, one more thing. we're more Let's likely stop. than not you know, gonna get a better game. Or I'll say at this. least I'll say this. I'll say this. Let's stop acting like the Cowboys fans are like half of America's population. And okay. They're like we they're like the they're like a fans. smidge. We that's have the most fans. Hold up, hold up. Hey, hold up. Literally, show this me the facts. Past week, Where are the facts? You can look it up. No, no, no. I won't say it's Cowboys it fans, but people watch the Cowboys. Three out of the top five uh, most watched games this year yeah, had the Cowboys in. Yeah, so yeah, shut right. the hell up. I won't say that's yeah. solely the Cowboys, but yes, people watch for that name and brand recognition because another team that was up there in that same top five multiple times was the Tampa Bay Bucks, and that has more to do with Tom Brady, but they're still there. Thanksgiving Thanks. Lions games is mm-hmm. a reminder to America to be thankful that your team is not worse. Here's the thing. They created the Thanksgiving game, okay? Who they created it. So you know, give let them have something, man. Their no, team is all over the They don't deserve anything. Let them have this. They're never they're never on prime time anyway. This is the only prime time game, and it's always the early game too. It's the game where people's people are asleep. You know what I mean? I woke. I woke That's up just the game on the West Coast, Ferris. That's because we're on the West Coast. You don't care about the East Coast people. I don't. I, I don't, you know, <laughs> West Coast, best Coast. But still, I'm asleep when that game's on, so I don't really don't mind it. Like I said the other night in the Discord, whatever game you was watching, who's watching this game? The West yeah. Coast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm watching Hawaii versus San Diego State at midnight. Wait, football well, or night, basketball? Uh, football. Uh, okay, I was about to say, time. I was not, about to say, if you said not, basketball. <laughs> yeah, not, not 9.30 my time, by the way. <laughs> But yeah, like I was saying, we only have a week to get over this. Uh, we play again Thursday night against the Saints. Um, You're gonna who, win that game. Who lost? And yeah, in a horrible fashion, thirty-one to six against the Bills. Uh, Bills had total control in this game from pretty much start to finish. But Saints really don't have any weapons on offense to really do anything. They have Trevor Simeon at quarterback. They haven't won a game with him. Um, they've been underdogs three straight uh, times, um, considering they've lost all these games. Um, I, I bet on this game. This was one of my picks in my betting article. Um, I took the Bills uh, minus five and a half, and they, they obviously covered with one. The real insult is that the Bills were only favored minus five and a half. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was confident in this game. Um I, I like I said, I was going with the trends on this one um, with the away teams. Um, well, like like I said earlier, teams. a Sam Darnold Panthers team comfortably beat the Saints. Yeah, and it's even uh, more crazy uh, that the, the, their offense couldn't really do anything because Josh Allen was giving them chances. Like he threw two picks, he was trying to give get him into the game, but they didn't want to get back into the game. And yeah, yeah, no. Uh, well, that's that... well, that's what happens when your quarterback is Trevor Simeon. <laughs> Well, not even so much that. The wide receivers they have. Something I noticed because I caught uh, some of the game. Um, 
they don't know the nuances of the system. They hadn't been around long enough. Uh, not to say that they aren't grasping it or anything like that, but basically it was a situation where they were in the red zone or near the end zone or something. Wide receivers running a corner route. He ends up getting mm-hmm. to the corner. He still he doesn't end up coming open. And more or less, he's supposed to retract back towards the middle of the field going along the baseline. And he doesn't do that. And essentially, you see Sean Payton, like, wording it on the sidelines, basically saying what he was supposed to do. And it was just clear, like, you know, the guy knew the play. He knew his route. He knew what he was supposed to do. It was just sort of like you mentioned earlier, those little veteran nuances that come with sort of knowing a system inside and out. Uh and so, you know, it's just, like I said, no and, and no weapons, no Camara, um, you know, no Michael Thomas. I mean, and, uh, who are you worried about on that offense? I mean, literally. Like who? Traquan Smith. No, no, nobody. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Look at Derek's face. Derek was like, who the fuck is Traquan Smith? Fuck him. No, I'm Smith sort of mad because I know who Traquan Smith is. Like, he's number 11. <laughs> or that might be yeah. Harris. But, yes, I know who Traquan Smith is. Yeah. Adelia, as someone who had Trevor Seaman as their quarterback for a while, allow me to say that I don't understand how he still has a job in the NFL. <laughs> because he true. learned from the ultimate hustler himself, Brock Osweiler. Yeah, man, Brock Osweiler. He got the money, man. Got that money, man. No, but seriously though, they also lost Andy. They also they also lost Andy Troutman last week to IR, so they didn't have any tight ends. Like literally, no one on the no one on the Saints offense scares you. Like Traquan, Jawan Johnson, like like nobody, like absolutely nobody. They have nobody. You know, like Jameis Winston, like he he's in. Like they have absolutely no one. Like no one. And of course, they lost his game. They lost his game to a better team, and the better team. Dominate them, and especially that y'all saw that route by Stefan Diggs on Marshawn Lattimore, that zig where he stutter stepped out, then stutter stepped in, then popped back out. Man, that was that was nasty. That was nasty, man. Like it See, made Marshawn Lattimore look like not an All Pro corner. I was gonna say, I won't say Lattimore is trash, but he's a he hell of he's a not. lot. Yeah, he's a hell of a lot better though when he's got a pass rush. You take away mm-hmm. that pass rush, you mm-hmm. know, you don't see him locking down people the same way because. You know, something like that quick slant, like when you can sit on it more, that's something easier to anticipate. When you you know your rush isn't getting there and the potential, even if they show that quick slant, you can't bite on it the same way because there's still the potential that the play is going to be alive because they don't throw that quick slant. I always say this, man, for a defense, you got to build it inside out, inside out, man. If a great defensive line hides a multitude of mistakes on the back end. You know what I mean? Like, let's be real here, man. The Tampa Bay back end ain't that good. Like, it's fine. It's okay. But that defensive line and those two linebackers are some are some nasty human beings. You know what I mean? And Vita Vea is injured. So imagine with Vita Vea. That's what the same thing with the with the Saints. They they have literally lost everybody not named Cam Jordan. Um, what, um, what's his face? Mar- he don't play defense. He gonna play. We don't know that. We don't know that. They can throw him out there. Let's see. He a Swiss Army knife. I'm sure he got you know a toenail clipper in there. He can bust out. Exactly. I mean, he you know he get he getting paid like a multifaceted player. Let him play defensive end. Let's see it. Let's see it, man. Play defensive end, homie. 
play tight mm-hmm. end, running back, quarterback, play defensive end. Let's see. All right, uh, Ferris, I wanted to ask you, um, after this Bills win, uh, who, who you got for AFC East, Bills or Patriots? AFC East? Yeah. I have, I have the Patriots just because Josh, Mc, Josh, if, see, here's the thing, here's the thing. Josh Allen threw two interceptions, right? He threw two interceptions mm-hmm. in this game. The Patriots would take advantage of those two interceptions, unlike the Saints did. That's my thing. That's the thing. That's that's because it's 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 like right here. Like they're neck and neck. But if Josh Allen d- does his Josh Allen things and throws those two two interceptions, unlike other teams, I think the Patriots will take advantage of that. And that's the only reason. Here's but my question: Do you think they take the same risk playing a Patriots defense as they would playing the Saints yeah, pa- defense? Uh, you're right. You're right. The Patriots defense is better. That is completely correct. So probably not. So if that if that it is, then the Bills are probably going to win. If if they rein in Josh Allen, and I think Sean McDermott can rein him in. So I'll switch it over to to the to the to the Bills. Because that's yeah. like I saw them. Uh, they ran a screen pass late in the game. More or less, you could tell they weren't trying to run up the score. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more or less, you know, defense being out of position slightly. Uh, one offensive lineman took out like three defenders. Beretta you know what? Just, Bust up them, you know, in between the get, you know, the seals. You know what, untouched. man? I think, I think NFL teams should run up the score, run it up, run it up, man. Like you don't, like, don't want to get players hurt. That's why they don't. Uh, man, oh no, that's if BS. If if that was the case, nah. they wouldn't put them in the game. Exactly. Hey, let's be real, because this is something I've heard. I heard even decades back. Uh, you know. Even so, even as far as it's been put in Madden games where they make a point of basically saying and pointing out that in the NFL, whether it's a blowout or not, you don't pull your quarterback because that's just something you don't do. And honestly, I can say when I played, regardless of the situation, if I'm not playing me playing bad, you don't take me out. Like, and it's not be it's not any sort of reflection on me, but it, I want to be out there. Like, don't let me be on the sidelines, regardless of the sport, and see the person in my position make a bad play. Because I'm gonna be looking at you like, "Yo, why am I not out there?" I had that. Like, that's me all day, and you know that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's all the Thanksgiving games. Um, hopefully, everybody enjoyed them. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Do I have yeah. a good Thanksgiving? Um. Could have been better. Well, excluding the game, Caleb, did you have like a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, we we had we had. Uh, I was gonna say you you had to go to work today, Caleb. You yeah, know? yeah, and we had family over. Um, that was that was nice. We were together. We were together on Thanksgiving, so it was good. Um, what about uh, you, Derek? Oh uh, yeah, no, actually, I had to go clock in for a little bit tonight. Uh, but uh, for the most part, yeah, it was pretty all right. I got to chill out in the early part of the day. All right. Um, well, we'll get into the rest of the games, uh, picking the games for this week. And we'll start off uh, with the Steelers Bengals. Um, who you guys got? Sure. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, give me the Bengals. Like, I mean, yes, it was impressive what we saw out of Big Ben, but I don't, I don't think we see that same sort of spark or energy out of it. You know, mm-hmm. 
I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Bengals because of Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is gonna is gonna show up and show out. And Jamar Chase. Uh, that too. That's like I don't know if y'all have ever seen for the love of the game, but that's like at the very end when he's like, you know, I'm gonna throw this curveball. It's gonna be the ugliest curveball they've ever seen, but ain't nobody gonna expect me to throw it. That was Ben Roethlisberger against the Chargers. He was like, look, we're gonna go out here and we're gonna throw it deep. We just gonna sling it deep because they ain't they ain't, they ain't expecting it. Just you know, give me like three four seconds and we just bombing. And and the and the Chargers didn't have Asante Samuel Jr., so their best corner wasn't playing. No, I think he was out there. He had a concussion. Well, then he might have gotten it in the game because I saw him out yeah, there he, for he, some part. Yeah, yeah, he was he, he got it in the game, then he left. Okay. He, he wasn't yeah he wasn't in the entire game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got the Bengals as well. Um, I mean, still just tied with the Lions, so why the hell am I going to pick them? Um, yeah, Steelers are tied uh, with the Lions. No, they tied with the Lions. So oh, they tied with the Lions. Oh yeah, yeah, they're not very. I'm, good. I'm not going to pick a team that tied with the Lions. You know, yeah. Um, Need more ties in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah. people know what the you know that they exist. Yeah, exactly. Najee Harris. Yeah, uh, I'll go with the I'll go with the Bengals, but my the next game. Uh, Tampa Bay at Colts. Um, this is one of my betting picks. I'm going with Colts plus two and a half. Yeah, the Bucks uh, seem to be uh, getting back on track for the big win. That's the Giants, but you know it is the Giants. So yeah, it's the Giants, bro. The Giants are horrible. So I, I'm not going to believe in that. I'm not going to believe that they're back on track. I'm still going to believe what they were the previous two weeks, which wasn't very good. Um, so and they are yeah, who we thought they were. Yeah. So as long as Carson Wentz still plays um, pretty good, limits his mistakes, I, I think they can outright win this game. Uh, but I'll take the two and a half points, anyways. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, they'll take this. Uh, what about you guys? I'm taking the Colts outright, straight up. Yeah. Uh, well, let me tell you why. Let me tell you what is that? Did I use that word? Am I, am I using that word correctly? Am I using that correctly? Straight up, money line. Straight yeah, up, there you go. Straight, yeah, straight up. Yeah, straight no, up. No, yeah, no, I'm taking it because they're gonna win. You know why they're gonna win? Because it's this: it's defensive line against offensive line. It's Quentin Nelson and the big the big boys versus Ndamukong Sue and them. And who, if they establish Jonathan Taylor early and often, Colts are getting it. Colts are getting it, and I think that they're gonna do it. JT is gonna run amok again. He's gonna run amok again. Going Colts. Um, I think I'd uh, I'd have to look at the injury list. Uh, I know Tampa's been a little banged up. Uh, I think last week um, I heard talks where maybe Antonio Brown would have possibly come back then. Of course he didn't. Uh, but that's something I'd look at uh for this coming week. Um, Colts are running hot, and you know. It's hard to get in front of a hot team. Uh, as as close as that spread is, that, that two, two-and-a-half point range, uh, something to definitely look at is the money line if you're leaning towards the Colts. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Colts on this one, though I would not be shocked if it went the other way. Um, next game we got we – got- Derek's Panthers at Miami. Um, how you feeling about this game, Derek? I ain't gonna sit here and say there's a such thing as an easy win. We all saw what Houston did the other week, so um, you yeah. Know, 
Yeah. Like, I'm not, oh, yeah, we're going to beat. No, I ain't even saying that. Um, But uh, I think another week under their belts, uh, you know, we definitely saw Cam was comfortable out there. Um, You saw decision-making occurring. Uh, of course, being around the offense, you know, another week and a half or so um, is definitely going to help. Uh, you heard things like uh, Matt Rule say um, the lack of uh, deep balls or attempts was more offensive scheme than a deficiency on Cam Newton's part. Uh, not to say that, he, you know, he couldn't throw the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. I think just more timing issues, you know. That that's one of those things where a lot of these quarterbacks they can put the ball thirty, forty yards in the air downfield uh, on the outside of the hashes, but it's having that timing and being able to put it in the right spot. And you don't want to be two, three steps behind or two, three steps ahead because in a lot of cases that's an interception. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Straight up, I take the Panthers. Mean defense. Uh, the defense came out early last week. They just weren't able to keep it up consistently. Um, so yeah, I'll be on. Uh, I'll be on the Panthers in that one. You know, fade two in his hips. All right, Harris. All right, I'm going Panthers, just because I don't trust Miami's offense. You know, I just don't trust them. Mm-hmm. I tr- I trust Cam Newton. And, th- and here's the thing, too. Cam Newton literally has only been in Carolina again for two weeks. It's literally just been two weeks. It was like the week against Arizona, and then last week, and now this is going to be his third week, back in a new system. And I think he's going to be more comfortable this time around. Because here's the thing. Because he has this. You know, that the one thing that they don't talk about black quarterbacks is, is the mind. They, that's, why black, that's why black people couldn't play quarterback because they, they didn't have the mental capacity. Cam Newton is one of the smartest quarterbacks in the league and I think he's going to pick up this offense very quickly like he always does and they're going to explode. Carolina's going to explode and Miami's going to be the unfortunate victim of Cam Newton's breakout party because guess and what? That's he's quite, gonna be, that, that's quite yeah. possible because uh, yeah, a lot of the things... Go Superman, ahead. Superman and primetime dancing giving balls to little children all over again, baby. It's going to be 2015 all over again. He's going to be like, hey, watch this. Touchdown. Straight up, Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, I'm with you guys. Uh, I think with another week under Cam's belt, I think he'll uh, get together. Um, Dolphins aren't a very good team. Um, so, yeah, I think the Pack Riders, uh, uh, Panthers will win this game. Um, next one is a, is a tough game. Titans, Patriots. Um, Titans 8 3, Patriots 7 4. Um, who you guys got? On this one, uh, I'm gonna take the Patriots. Uh, they're hot. You don't, you know, Titans' D, uh, offense kind of sputtering. You know, they don't know where they're turning for that uh, production anymore. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on the Patriots with this one. There's the Patriots about to beat the living shit out of the Titans. It's gonna beat the living smack out of them. One, Derrick Henry. This is what Derrick Henry did for the Titans, Caleb. He covered a lot of warts. The defense wasn't on the field a lot because Derrick Henry always had the ball. But they won some games without him. 
Against who? Uh, Check. Against who? Yeah. See, this is they won against the Saints and the Rams. The Rams is a good team. Oh, God. That's true. No, no, no. The Rams aren't a good team. Matthew Stafford is a choke artist. There's a difference. He ruined that game. The Rams would have won that game because they have Matthew Stafford as their quarterback. Let's not talk about that game. But the other game is what? They beat They beat the who? They beat the who? The Saints. The Saints, the Saints stink. Look at them. Look what, They got their asses beat. But here's the thing, man. This is what they get for trying to convince us that Ryan Tannehill is better than Marcus Mariota. He isn't. He is not better than Marcus Mariota. He's not. Ryan Tannehill is, 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 is a fine quarterback. He was never great. The reason he played very well was number 22 in the back. That, 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 that person masquerading as a human being, number 22, the, the monster, the alien, the whatever species that dude was, that guy. He's the reason the Titans made the playoffs multiple years, not named Marcus Mariota. You know what I mean? They're going to be exposed in these upcoming weeks because here's the thing. Too. You think Bill Belichick is sitting in his chair and, and is, like, sweating? Oh, my God, I'm playing Ryan Tannehill this week. Oh, no. No, he's like, I'm playing Ryan Tannehill this week. Yes. Yes. Without Derrick Henry. I guess yeah, no, I think Bill Belichick was sitting around going, yo, man, we missed Cam by, like, one week because you know yeah. what we'd have been getting into down there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. The Patriots – their defense always like forms in the mid and like in these weeks, the, the Patriots defense is always nasty. You know what I mean? It's always at the beginning of the year that they're not very good. And at the end of the year, they're not very good because they kind of tail off. But in the middle of the, 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 the meat of the NFL season, the Patriots defense is just nasty. It goes after you. It, it comes it like, like it's a barrage. You know what I mean? You know, like they were willing to let Stefan Gilmore walk because they knew the scheme was great. You know what I mean? Well, that's the Patriot way. They don't. That's the Patriot. Yeah, that's just well. Actually, they paid Dante Hightower. They paid Dante Hightower. People forget Dante Hightower got paid, but the problem is he he's not a like what, no one cares about Dante Hightower like because he's not famous, so no one talks one about player. his contract. Yeah, one, good point. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. He pays his defensive players. Actually, people. people no, like, no, no. I'm not them. saying people don't get money, but if you're a veteran player. You're more likely to get cut or traded before yeah, they true. are going to re-sign that's you. To that's true. That's true. Or if you're Jamie Collins, they'll just send you to Cleveland and then tell you to come back, uh, and then you get sent away again. Uh, but you know, I digress for Jamie Collins. But yes, that's what they did be- with Van Noy. They was like, "Yo, look, yeah. we don't want you, but if things don't work out, feel free to come on back." Come and back. especially yeah. if they're going to pay you to come play for us, yeah, let's do yeah, it that yeah. way. Exactly, like Van Noy went to I think Detroit, then he went to Miami, no. then he was like, I'm I'm coming back. You know what I mean? Oh no, he went to Miami, then Detroit, then he went back to the Patriots. And if yeah, and Miami's still paying him. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting paid by another in division team to go win games against them. Yeah. Well, regardless, I don't give a fuck about the Patriots what Patriot way. I'm going with the Titans. Uh, I think they. Uh, I mean, I still think they're good without without Derrick Henry. You're on drugs. I think I think Mac Jones gonna have a bad game. Uh, so it's I'll take the Titans. Who on the Titans defense actually is good? Tell me. I don't know. They've been playing well. At least better than they were. 
Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Patriots going to drop right. 30 on them. All right, we'll see. Um, so next game we got Eagles at Ferris Muthana's New York Giants. I don't, I don't know why you keep. I don't know why you keep saying this. This this fake news, bro. I'm not a Giants fan. So I don't know what you're talking about right now. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what this is. Mm-hmm. I am not a Giants fan. Yes, okay. No, I'm not. So, yeah. Are you Giants going to win? Are your Giants going to win? No, man. The Eagles are going to win. <laughs> they're going to win. Let me tell you. What, they're not my Giants, by the way. I just want to point that out. The Eagles are a better team. They're a better team. Let me tell you why. The Giants have no offensive line. They have no right guard. They have no left guard. They have no guards, period. No guards. They have no center. The, the only <clears throat> offensive lineman that's good is Andrew Thomas. All the wide receivers are either hurt or absent. When, when, when your starting left tackle has more touchdown catches than your $40 million wide receiver and your, and your first-round rookie wide receiver, that says something, okay? That says, that says something. Giants. It says you're the Giants. You're an awful team. It's going to be a slugfest. It's going to be a, but you know, it's not even going to be a slugfest. I think the, I think the, I think the Eagles are going to drop like freaking thirty points on them because you know what? Jalen Hurts is pretty good. He's pretty good. You know, I'm not saying he's like a world beater, but he's he's a good quarterback. You know, he's not horrible. You know, he had he had a fine game last week. He had two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns. Uh, he's finally getting on target with his wide receivers, uh, Quintez Watkins, Devonta Smith. You know what I mean? Like. The Eagles are gonna win. They're gonna win. What's the line? What's the what's the spread on this? It's three and a half. Yeah, the, the Eagles are gonna win by more than that. Let me see. Yes. Th- well, I got three. It's three. Three points. You got three. I was curious uh, what the uh, team point totals were. Um, I don't have that. Give me one second. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll say mine. This is one of my betting picks. Um, I do have the uh, Eagles minus three. I think it's only three because it's a divisional game. I think it'd be more. It should be more. I I believe. Should be more. Um, the, the uh, so y'all ain't got no faith in a Jason Garrettless offense. No, see that's what I was about to bring up. Jason Garrett just got fired, and the offense looks a mess. Um, yeah. So so this and this poor offense is going up against the Eagles defense that is twelfth in passing yards allowed per game, thirteenth in yards. Uh, uh, total yards allowed, which means they're in the top half of the league. Um, so that that, that that's not good for them. Um, they won their two, last two games pretty pretty comfortably, and um, Eagles are five and two in the five and two against the spread in the last seven games. And um, so yeah, I have no problem uh, laying uh, just three points in this, against a really really bad Giants team. Uh, what about you, Derek? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be leaning the same way, uh, even with that spread on it, because I'm looking at the point totals, and uh, currently where I'm looking, they got uh, Giants team point totals at 21 and a half, with the over plus 105 and the under juiced all the way to uh, minus 135, which basically says a lot of people are leaning towards that uh, that under that 21 and a half. Which wouldn't shock me. I mean, uh, we've seen that a lot out of this offense. Uh, I just don't. I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked or surprised if there's some people in the organization. Uh, I heard uh, Freddie Kitchens. He's taken over the offense. Uh, he does have experience. You know, being in. I don't want to say necessarily big time role, but being in that situation where. Uh, Used to having the attention and the lights on him. Uh, 
So, you know, he may want to come out and try and make a splash. Uh, and, you know, on a personal level, on a professional level, uh, mm-hmm. you know, capitalize on the opportunity for him, you know. So, but yeah, I think, uh, I, I think the Eagles should win this one. Uh, but, you know, if you want to get a little frisky, shoot that over 21 and a half. Might be something to look at for that game. I I, I found a total at forty five. Well, that would that's probably the game. Yeah, that's the game total. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the game totals forty five. I guess. Yeah, what I'm talking about would be how many points the Giants scored, specifically the Giants, uh, mm-hmm. in the total game. Yeah, that, yeah, I'll take the under on that one. That's what I'm saying. That's why even it's a little too the, much. Yeah, even at the book, you know, usually you'll see uh, a total with it'll be one, you know, it'll be minus one hundred five, minus one ten, maybe plus one hundred, plus one hundred five, something like that. So the fact that it's plus one hundred five to the over and minus one thirty five to the under, you know, that's the way a lot of people are going. And on, you know, I could, I would lean that way if I was going to go on the point, uh, the team point total like that. All right. Um, next game is another Bears Lions situation with the Falcons and Jaguars. Uh, pretty delicate game. Um, uh, I'll just go with the Falcons, even even that's hard to say because they're really bad right now, they can't really do anything on offense. But and Jaguars just not very good, not very well coached. Um, and the Falcons are the favorite, so um, I'll, I'll take them. I'm going with the Falcons. I'm going with the Falcons because one, I don't trust the Jaguars because Urban Meyer is still their head coach. I don't know why he's still in the NFL. Uh, two, like who? Marvin Jones is a massive disappointment. Three, James Robinson is banged up, so we don't know if he. But he'll probably have a great game. But here's the thing too, their defense isn't very good, and I think the Falcons going to outscore the. I think it's going to be a shootout. They're going to score a lot of points because the whole defense is stink. But the Falcons stink a little less because, you know, they have a, a savvy veteran in Matt Ryan to lead them. That's why. Going with the Falcons. Derek? I was hoping I could find a game prop for will there be a tie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. Why not? Why not be a tie? Exactly. T- tied at where, 35. I'm cool with yeah, this. Yeah, this is one of those games where you turn the TV on and it's like, hey, you want to see a dead body? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this is a game. You, this is a game you show people for them not to love football. Exactly. Yeah. But like, I'm pretty sure that people, you know, in other parts of the world, are like specifically like, yeah, we're gonna stream this game and be like, you see how dumb these people are. Like, this is what they watch every week. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, two bad teams like that. Uh. Yeah, I have, I have zero faith in Urban. Give me Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, I get you, man. Um, another crappy, crappy game. Uh, the pick is uh, Jets Texans. Hey man, um, Texans Texans baby. Ooh, yeah, Texans. I, I ride that momentum. The Texans. Yeah, yeah. Texans gonna win. Yeah. yeah, I got Texans as well. Um, Jets third. Oh, and 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 the, and the problem is Zach wasn't starting for the Jets. Not Joe Flacco or Mark White, so they're not gonna play good. 
And notice how that trade deadline happened, and now they don't have to answer all them questions about Deshaun Watson anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, all that just disappeared from the media cycle, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, he was at practice in sweatpants and warm-up suits, and, oh, he's listed as inactive. Yeah, like yeah. all that gone. You know, you know what the Jets now. should do? You know what the Jets should do? They should start Josh Johnson. You know? Why? Yeah. Because he played very good against the Colts. So why not I give mean, him a shot? Michael played well again last week. But he's already played. So let's give Josh Johnson a week. I mean, Josh Johnson played too. I know, but give him a start. Like, let him start. Let's see how he does. Yeah, he's probably not doing very well. Hey man, don't you dare disrespect Wild Los Angeles Wildcats legend Josh Johnson like that. Watch yourself. Oh, this oh, is a XFL reference. I was XFL. trying to figure XFL. out where this came that was from. That was XFL. That was XFL. Los Angeles. We got the Los Angeles Chargers, not Ferris's Los Angeles. That is my team. That's it's not my... his team. Against the That's Delia not even Deals. Los Angeles's team. <laughs> yes, that's true. Against against Adelia's Denver Broncos. Um, this is one of my betting picks. I took the Chargers minus two and a half, just riding the wave of away teams against the spread because they've just been winning all, all year more frequently than the home teams have been. Um, I think the Chargers will definitely be out, uh, able to outscore the Broncos considering the Broncos have only scored 30 points just once this season. They've only beaten one team over 500. Uh, and Los Angeles is 4-0 and against teams that are currently out of the playoff picture. Um, yeah, Broncos yes, are. are really bad against the spread. Uh, they're two and five in the last seven games, one and four in the last five. Yeah, it just uh, doesn't look good for them. So, yeah, I'll definitely lay the points here and I'll take take the Chargers on the road. Uh, which, uh, who you guys my, got? My Chargers are gonna win this game because of a multitude of reasons. We're better than them, period. We have better offensive weapons, we have a better defense, and guess what. I trust our head coach, Brandon Staley, over Vic Fangio. No offense to Vic Fangio. He's a great coordinator. Not a very good head coach. This team has underachieved, actually, because I thought they would be better than advertised. They were my dark coach to make the playoffs. But now they're not going to make the playoffs. And the Chargers, no one on the Broncos team can guard Mike Evans. And none of them can guard Keenan Allen. And guess what? Pound for pound, Austin Eckler? Is gonna run amok on them, and guess what? You know what the X factor is, Caleb? Let me tell you what the X factor is. It's number ten. Number ten is the X factor because now there's a dimension of running with him. He can run the ball. He's the only quarterback in NFL history to throw for 350 yards and rush for 90 plus yards and two touchdowns. Justin Herbert, the future. He's your quarterback. He's my quarterback. You're not, you're not gonna take this away from me. He's my quarterback. Danny Dimes is your quarterback. No, he's not. Yeah, you got no, the white not. Cam Newton, Danny Dimes. Exactly. Danny oh Dimes. no, 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 wrong, 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 right, wrong, right guy. You know what I mean? I'll take the I'll take the guy who's six six. Aren't they both? Dude, like you know, six, dude, six? Dude, dude, Justin Herbert, dude, he's like six. Dude, he's well, I think well, yeah, there's like an inch between them. It's like one six five, the other six six. So it doesn't really matter. Now you but, know like, the, the you know that one. Uh, over 500 team that Denver beat this season? Yes, yes. And, and yeah, it's, it's, so. yeah, it's the Cowboys, right? Yeah, yes. they blew them out too. They blew them out like 30 to 16 or something. It's, it's not a lot, 14 points. 
No, you, those, those are garbage points. Those don't count. Yeah, those don't count. Final score was 14 points. Final score was 14. garbage no. points don't count. That game was over. Possible. Uh, no. All right, there. Who you got? Um, I do whatever the hell I want to do. You gotta tell me what to fucking do. I don't know these motherfuckers nothing. Uh, let's see, Charlie. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna have to go with the char- uh, Chargers, even though my Panthers are still paying all uh, Teddy Two Gloves to serve up, you know, them lame ducks out there in Denver. Um, but yeah, you know, Justin Herbert, he definitely does seem to be a bit as advertised. Uh, he's got the mental side of the game figured out. Now, of course, he's got the physical attributes to go with it. But I think that's the one thing Tom Brady showed people more than anything. Once you figure out the mental side of the game, your body's going to catch up. You can make your body stronger. You can work your body out. You know, you can change physical aspects. But if you don't change that mental side of the game, it doesn't matter what you do physically. Uh, Like, I actually seen uh, Herbert giving an interview and something. The the person asked him a question about how he was sliding down so much. And, you know, he kind of jokingly referenced how, you know, you you don't want to take hits and whatnot, but he specifically mentioned there was one instance where he took a good shot and he's standing on the sidelines. He's like, yeah, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if he's got a chance to slide, he goes down and avoids that extra hit. Uh, But at the same time, he's not afraid to run with the ball. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'll be, you know, better offense, better quarterback. Um you don't really know what's going on with Denver? Yeah, give me the Chargers. Uh-huh. Uh, we got a big NFC matchup uh, with Rams at Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers still dealing with the, that toe injury. Um, COVID toe. <laughs> yeah, a toe that he had to show everybody in his press conference. No, but, what I want to know is why didn't he wait till the cameras were rolling? Because America deserved to see COVID toe. Like, <laughs> Like, because clearly he was fed up, you know, like, I I mean, you mean to tell me that nobody had their phone recording or going yet? Like, I I, I feel like the media cheated us on one here. Yeah, but anyways, I got, I'll I'll take the Packers um, because, you know, Rodgers, Bed, and Stafford Stafford looks uh, pretty bad recent weeks. Um. Yeah, so I don't I don't think they'll be able to and Packers defense has been playing pretty well. So I think uh uh d- their defense will definitely be able to take advantage of Stafford's mistakes. So I'll take the Packers. What about you guys? Um I've been going back and forth in this game because I, I just have this feeling. I just have this feeling that this is a game Matthew Stafford's gonna show up for and he's gonna have like a great game. Then it's going to be people on the internet defending how he's a great quarterback. And then it's just me, like me, exactly, just like me. But I'm not falling for that anymore. He probably is going to have a great game. He's probably going to win. But I'm going with the Packers because Matthew Stafford is a steaming pile of nothing. He is a disappointment to me, to the football universe, to Georgia, to Highland High School in Dallas. He is a waste of God-given talent. 
because God gave him a howitzer as an arm. But guess what God didn't give him? The mental capacity and the cojones to actually play the game of football. Because he folds like a like a folding chair on a summer's day when you need to move it to the other side of the barbecue. Wham! That quick and that painful. I hate Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is a waste of God-given ability. Because let me tell you this. The Rams should have won the Super Bowl this year because of multiple reasons. They have the best wide receiver in the game currently, you know, Cooper Cup. You know, you can debate me, him, Devontae Adams, whatever. He's 1A or 1B. It doesn't matter. He's pretty damn good, right? They have one of the best football minds in the game, Sean McVay. They have two of the best defensive players in the entire NFL. They have the best defensive player and, you know what, arguably the third best defensive player, Jalen Ramsey. And the reason they're not going to win a Super Bowl is because good old number nine is okay with 500 yards, three touchdowns, and an L instead of 300 yards, two touchdowns, and a W. Packers are going to win this because love Aaron Rodgers, hate Aaron Rodgers, think he's a massive piece of you-know-what. The man has what football is in his mind, and guess what's going to happen? He's going to go down, he's going to drive on them, and he's going to win the game. Love him or hate him, that's what Aaron Rodgers does. He's going to win. Now, wasn't this the same guy that said, you know, they needed to bring back Randall Cobb because he was this great, incredible player that they should have never gotten rid of? And we've barely seen the man out on the field, basically. Not to say, you know, that he's not getting snaps, but he was so, if he was still so great and, you know, all this, like, I ain't going to call, you know, Aaron Rodgers a dumb player, but I think Aaron Rodgers was a bit full of himself coming into this yes. season. Oh, yeah, he's an arrogant son of a bit. Yeah, and then the damn Packers gaslighted him a little bit, and so he's been just riding a whole new just wave. Uh, and so, you know, not to say that he's not talented, that there ain't, talent in Green uh, Green Bay, but uh, I don't know. This is just – we're talking about a team that lost to the Saints, you know, same Saints team that we've seen everybody else in the league beat up on. That was um, week one, though. Yeah, oh. but they also couldn't put away the Vikings. Like, they let them stick around and then lost it in overtime, and that's not the first time they've let a team stick around this season. Um, I forget who they were playing, but that, there was that one game where when they're like three or four missed field goals in the last Cincinnati. Like five yeah, minutes. Yeah. You, you had multiple missed field goals in the last five minutes of the game, and what didn't they technically win that game? Yes, in overtime. Okay, see? Yeah. You can't count that as a W. No, y'all got lucky. Um. So yeah, uh, I think this game is more a toss-up than some might mm-hmm. believe. Uh, I agree. Who, who's the home team in this one? The Packers. Packers. How yeah? You think that broke toe hold up in the cold? Like we saw how. Uh, Russell Wilson did with his broke finger, yeah. you know, playing out there in the snow. And even if it ain't snowing, you're still talking about 
20 degree weather. My thing is this. My thing is this. He don't throw it with his toe. He throws it with his hand. So we're good. Yeah, but you move and step and build all that energy and momentum with your feet. He, you remember when he beat the Bears with one knee? Okay, again, your feet is where it starts. We seem hell, turf toe is a thing. We don't even know what it's, turf toe is because all you yeah. got to do is say turf toe and it's like, oh, yeah, he's down for two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So like, I'm not the Packers? I'm, who are you, who are you picking? Yeah, who are you picking? <laughs> yeah, give me Stafford. Oh, uh, well. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, well, good luck with that. <laughs> all right. Um, well, next game we got Vikings at 49ers. This is one of my picks because Kirk Cousins is not it's not primetime game, so he will show up for this game. And true, as, you're right. As always, he will keep it close. Um, and that that's where I'm that's what I'm banking on because they are getting three points in this game. And the worst I can see is that they lose by three and it's a push. So that's why I, I'll take I'll take the Vikings with the points on this one. Um, you guys got one. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you because, uh, like we said earlier, it's been whew, three, four, five games. We've seen Vikings go OT in and it come down to a field goal. Uh, so yeah, I'm right there with you on that one. Vikings, uh, what'd you say, plus three? Yeah, plus three. Yeah. There's. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Vikings because the Niners beat teams that aren't very good. But struggle with teams that are at least good to great. Well, not, well, good to very good to great. You know, the Colts beat them down. And I think the Vikings would do the same thing because the Niners are injured. They're, it's injuries. They have no running backs. They have no running backs. Um, the Niners have proven they, they don't need running backs. That's true. That's true. But everyone else is injured. Like, like Fred Warner isn't there. Nick Bosa, you know, he's in and out. Eric Armstead is in and out. And no offense, I don't trust Prince Aladdin. I'm sorry. You know, like he, he ain't he ain't someone I believe in. Okay. Like, and if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. Just look about Pro Football for reference. You'll know his nickname is Prince Aladdin. That's not me. That's Pro Football Reference. You know? And and you know what? Like, and, and here's the thing about like Debo Debo Samuel as well. He sometimes he has great games on primetime. He he shows up. And there's then there's games where he just disappears, just just vanishes off the planet of the earth. I think this is one of those games, and and no one no one no one on the the Niners defense cornerback wise are you going to convince me that can stop Jets? Justin Jefferson is going to cook them because Justin Jefferson needs to cook them, and I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings because also too this the primetime curse don't occur. Kirk Cousins is going to have like 350 yards, probably 400 yards. Because his game's at one o'clock in the afternoon. I hate that. That strongly go hit a player prop up. Yes, I don't know what the prop is. Let's go three fifty over three fifty. Whatever. Hold on, let me. Y'all go ahead. I'll see if they got anything up. At least at what I'm looking at. Um. Yeah. Uh. I was want to go the next game. Yeah, let's go to the next game. All right. Um. Browns. Ravens. Sunday night football. Um, trying to try, compete for the AFC North. Um, but I got the, I got the Ravens. The Browns barely beat the Lions, and that's that's pretty bad. Um, 
Ravens are struggling. I mean, they barely beat the Bears, so it's not like they're doing too hot either. But uh, if they have Lamar back, um, you know, he, he's, he's better than Baker. Baker just looks terrible. He's sitting there yelling at the um, people in the media all the time. That's all he really can focus on. He doesn't focus on being a better quarterback. Um, but, yeah, I got Lamar and the Ravens. Uh, I'm going with the Ravens, not because they're better than the Browns, because I think both of these teams stink. The Ravens have no offensive line. Their defense is inconsistent, and sometimes it doesn't show up. But just because they own the Browns mentally, like literally, the the Browns could should have beaten the Ravens one year, one one year, and then like Lamar had to go take a poo poo, came back and won the game. You know what I mean? And they still lost. The Browns are owned by the Baltimore Ravens, who used to be the Browns, you know? And that's why the Ravens are going to beat them, because they own them mentally. Uh, they have the better quarterback, without a doubt. And they have the better they have the better wide receivers, actually. Rashad Bateman and Marquise Brown are better than Donovan Peoples-Jones and Rashad Higgins. And the thing is, Jarvis Landry isn't fast. He is not fast. Receivers who aren't fast need to be crisp route runners and create a separation other ways. He can't create separation. Like, no separation. That's why he doesn't have good games. And you know what? Nick Chubb ain't playing. He still got COVID. You know, he's still on the COVID list, I believe. Unless he was activated. I don't know for a fact. I'm not sure. Yeah, but he's not, I don't trust Baker Mayfield. He's fine. And that's the enemy of great is fine. He's a fine quarterback. He ain't great. He ain't good. He's fine. And that's why the Browns are going to lose because they're okay with being okay. You should never be okay with being okay. And they're okay. Ravens. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll be on the Ravens in this one. Uh, I think when uh, when I seen the spread, it was minus three and a half. Um, the only real instance where I've been sort of in – Fade Ravens mode has been mostly, you know, when they're the home team favorite, uh, they seem to do pretty poorly against the spread there. Uh, now, I don't have the numbers in front of me, so I don't want to, you know, sit here and say, you know, one way or the other. But uh, that, that that low spread, no offense in Cleveland. Uh, not, sh- you know, yeah, Baker might play, but is he one hit away from being on the sidelines? Uh mm-hmm. You know, probably pay no better than Case Keenum. That's what I'm saying. You know, even if we see Baker out on the field, whether it's a sack or not, you know, he he finds himself on the ground. He might be out of the game that fast. Uh, and so, yeah, I think uh, even with the issues Baltimore has seen, we've at least seen their offense put up points and their defense, you know, not necessarily shut people down, but limit people in the points department. And so, yeah, I'll be on Baltimore in that one. And also I didn't see any props up yet at my book uh, for uh, that Vikings game. But yeah, like I said, uh, I don't know where the number might come out around. It might be somewhere around maybe 305, 320, somewhere in that range. Uh, Maybe a little bit lower depending on how they cap in it. But uh, yeah, if it comes out in that range, you push that number on the prop, uh, like I said, to a 350, 400, you're looking at somewhere in the range of like potentially plus 200 to plus 
400, maybe plus 500, somewhere in that range. Uh, you know, because like y'all said, you know, in a game, Vikings got a tendency to keep it close. And we've seen a lot of overtime games, and that's free yards right there if it does go to overtime. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, last game, we got one more game. Monday night, the struggling Seahawks versus. Uh, Why the hell are these two the prime time games? All f- these four teams are horrible. Horrible. Because I hate they, them. I hate. Um, they, set I hate the, the uh, they set I the Sunday and Monday night schedules in stone. That's why. That's like, there's awful. no change in that. Uh, see, the, the problem with the Monday night games, man, is that. Every team has to have a Monday night game. Every no team. BS. Uh uh-uh. uh. They don't give every team. I they ain't. I ain't nah, the Panthers ain't give one. They do. No, they do. You're gonna give one. The Giants get two. Giants two. I don't know. I don't know why. The well, Giants no. There's been years where the Panthers didn't get one. I can tell you that for a fact. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, because I had to All sit right. back and watch teams like the Browns and the Jets That's be awful. on primetime Monday night football. Oh. Yeah, see multiple appearances of that year when they um when they drafted uh Miles Garrett and had those three first round picks, they mm-hmm. had like a Sunday night and two Monday night games, and had done nothing, nothing. They were still that the same note, crap team. I'm going with the Washington football team because yeah. Seattle's horrible. They're not very good. Like they're not like literally like. Like, I don't know where DK Metcalf's head is. I don't know where Russell Wilson's finger at. And no offense, Jamal Adams, you're a linebacker. Why are you still playing safety? I have no idea. Tell him to go out there and play safety. Now, I agree with it's you. He'd probably stupid. be a better linebacker, but. He's, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Because they don't, the coach, they, they, they want, they don't want to admit that they traded two first round picks for a damn linebacker. You know what I mean? That's why. He's a safety. But you can't be a good safety when you only cost three turnovers a year. Make no damn sense. You play safety, full turnovers. That's how you like. And but here's the thing too: Tyler Heineke will have a great game, I think, against that defense. It's not a very good defense. And scary yeah. Terry is going to cook them. I'm going to Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going with the Washington football team as well. Uh, Seahawks don't look at it at all. Um, Washington's been winning. Got a big win over Bucks, so. I think they can um, definitely beat the Seahawks. I mean, that that it's even money on the on this game. Um, there is no point spread, uh, so I got Washington. Um, uh, probably in a close game, but there you go, Derek. Thinking back on it, something I might have to go look up. And you know, everybody likes to talk about primetime Kirk Cousins. What about primetime Ron <laughs> Rivera? Now, off the top of my head, you know, as a Panthers fan, I recall this man not being successful in primetime games, whether it was playoff games, Monday night games, Thursday night games, Sunday night didn't matter. You know, not to say that they lost them all, but, you know, as a fan, I can recall, you know, sort of thinking like, oh, we got this primetime game. Well, we're going to play horrible, and that's why the rest of the nation thinks we're a crappy team all year long, regardless of how we play. You know, Panthers had the 2015 season, and even at like 12, 13, and 0, people are like, oh, no, that's just a crap team. They've gotten lucky. 
Like I remember that. Remember so, that primetime game where y'all destroyed the Vikings. Okay, that was what one game. It was in the playoffs. Okay, still one game. Like that's what I'm getting at here. <laughs> like you can have two, three, four games, and like I said, I don't. It's, it's something I may have to pull up personally. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's off the top of my head. I don't. You know, I'm, I'm gonna fade Ron Rivera and that team. You know, primetime situation. Uh, Russ had a week under his feet to sort of get back. Um, you know, no no telling where that situation was with the finger and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. I agree that Seattle's a mess. But I can't bet on Tyler Heineke. Like, can't do it. I think it's Taylor. Is it Taylor or Tyler? I keep calling him Tyler. Taylor? I don't know. It's Taylor. one of the team names. It's Taylor. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Continue. So I just got, know he's a fool because he doesn't walk around going, "Hey, time to crack open a can of Heineke." Yeah. So you, so you going with the Seahawks? Yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks in that one. All right. Well, that, hey, man, that's all that's, it that's, that's St. Louis Battlehawks legend Taylor Heineke. I was waiting for it, man. You've been like, I was waiting yeah. for it. Like we didn't say name like half a dozen times and I'm like wait I'm, I'm so man I'm so I'm so angry that he got a job but Jordan Tamu didn't Tamu was the starter in St. Louis man that's wet. yeah but he didn't have Ron Rivera that's a good point so sorry for you Jordan Tamu like let's remember Ron Rivera went out and convinced the Washington organization to trade any sort of draft pick for Kyle Allen yeah sure Hey man, y'all, y'all gonna watch the USFL? I'm watching that. I'm for sure watching that. Yeah, I'm watching. If that. I can catch the game, sure. You know, like because if you nothing know, more, than, if it's in the screen. Well, I was gonna say, well, no, it has more to do with my schedule. Uh, but uh, if nothing more, the XFL gave us the beer snake. Yeah, it did. Okay. And I mean that, that that was a great thing because not only did it was it birth. But they proceeded to carry it out of the stadium every time, which is a accomplishment in itself. Like yeah. think about the navigation that had to occur there. Like, so yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of ingenuity and respect and patience. Exactly, and these folks were yeah. drunk while doing it. Exactly. All right. Uh, well, that's that's all the games we got for this week. Um, and that's pretty much the show. Um, thanks for uh, coming back this week, Eric. Um, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, uh, you can catch me at uh, dwesley ninety on Twitter. Um, and I am I do a weekly segment on the Lunch Break Hot Take podcast on their YouTube channel. Uh, so if you come and jump in and hop on. Uh, I got a weekly segment when they do their weekly uh, live stream. And other than that, you know, I will be uh, looking to start up a channel here uh, in the near future, probably sometime early 2021, maybe around February. Uh, So, yeah, I may have more coming y'all's way, YouTube uh, and things like that. All right. Well, Ferris, thanks for finally showing up for your your show. It's been nice yeah. having you. Uh, nice where they can find you? Well, you can find me right here. Um, 
at Ferris Blunt on Twitter. Uh, uh, I tweet about a lot of things, you know, uh, Seattle Kraken's hockey, uh, football. Uh, apparently, NFL Twitter exists, I, and no one ever talks about it, so I'm, I'm going to start doing it more often. Um, like, you can find me here every uh, on the multitude of shows we had. Uh, I'm here on Fridays on occasion. I'm here uh, Thursdays. Sometimes. Uh, host, uh, sometimes. Uh, we do a lot. I do, I do a lot of reviews. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna review Young Justice. I need to I need to review that. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. You can find me um, around, man. I'm just, I'm just around. You know, let's get ready to network. I'm everywhere. This is apparently not the show, but you know. Just shut the hell up. I I missed two shows and you start complaining. <laughs> I mean, two and a half, but okay. Just, just to plug yourself, sir. All right. Well, you yeah, can find me. Leave the Giants uh, fan alone. <laughs> hey, hey, right, Chargers out. fan, people. It's Chargers fan. I'm a Chargers fan. God damn it. <laughs> you can find you me. You don't at, know which um, LT he rooting for. Yeah, it's true. Now, now, now I got it. Now I'm confused. You can find me the one that didn't NFL smoke crap. on Twitter. Yeah. Um, uh, other social medias. Um, you can find me tomorrow. On uh, this channel for our Friday show, um, it's more of a hangout, half hangout, half showdown show, right, Ferris? Yeah. Um, I'll be on with uh, uh, Justin and Dayan, um, so be sure to watch that. Um, you can find uh, all my betting picks um, on uh, the Let's Get Ready Network and yeah, like and subscribe and. Uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Um, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Hope you had, and hope you all have a great holiday weekend. Um, yeah, uh, peace out, guys.